Welcome to For Your Children on 1460 AM Christian Radio. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and my mission is to share the truth and love about education. There's a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children. I hope this ministry will equip you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. I want to thank Safe Storage for sponsoring tonight's show. If you have storage needs and you are in the Middle Tennessee area, you can reach Safe Storage at safestoragetn.com. You can find them in Columbia and Mount Pleasant, and they will definitely take care of all of your storage needs. If you would like to find me in multiple different areas, you can find me at my website, foryourchildren.com. You can find me on TikTok at For Your Children, Instagram, Facebook, The Borough Pulse, which is B-O-R-O-P-U-L-S-E.com. There you can read all of the articles that I've penned to date about education. And I am also launching a Free Your Children Substack as well so that I can communicate with my followers even more. There's lots of information that I would like to share. And with the Borough Pulse, those articles are only published monthly. So this will give individuals who are really deeply concerned about education even more of an opportunity in real time to find out not only what's going on in education, but also find out what the ministry freeyourchildren.com is doing because I'm going to be putting out a monthly newsletter. Also, the Free Your Children ministry has been extremely busy hosting seminars. We just recently had a seminar in Cookville, Tennessee, a private seminar in Brentwood to educate parents and individuals that are concerned about what's really going on in education, parental rights, school choice, all the things that you need to know in this mental health initiative that has creeped in nationwide. So if you haven't attended a seminar, you would like to see one in your area, reach out to me and I would be happy to connect with you. Additionally, if you're interested in sponsoring for your children, send me an email at foryourchildren at gmail.com and I will be happy to get those sponsorship packets to you. I'm so excited. I'm getting ready to launch a series that focuses on homeschooling families who have special needs children. I've done several series in the past, a series on single moms that homeschool, um, homeschool graduates that are now homeschooling their children. And this one is going to focus primarily on families who are homeschooling special needs children. So I hope you will jump in. And take a listen to all of those fantastic um, interviews that we have lined up for you. Tonight's guest is phenomenal. That's all I can say about that. We are very blessed to have him on the Free Your Children radio show. I want to take some time to introduce him. We have Dr. Brian Ray with us tonight. He is a leading international expert in research on homeschooling and president of the National Home Education Research Institute. He's published numerous articles and books, is interviewed by major media, serves as an expert witness in court cases, and testifies to legislatures regarding education. He's a former university professor and public and private school classroom teacher. He holds a PhD, a PhD, an MS, and a BS, and is a church leader. Brian and his wife Betsy have been married 45 years, congratulations, and have eight children who were all home educated. They run a small farm and have 
19. Yes, you heard that right. 19 grandchildren. Dr. Ray really enjoys wandering with Betsy, his wife, and being out in the forest and mountains and own adventures. I'm going to have Dr. Ray's uh, website, the Neary website, www.nheri.org, link below. And you can check out um, all his information there. But welcome, Dr. Ray. Thank you so much, Tiffany. This is great. I, I really like your moniker, Free Your Children. It, yes. has, it has a lot of implications, does it not? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. This is a, a passion of mine. It's very near and dear to my heart. And I yes. am extremely blessed to be able to have the opportunity and have had the opportunity to inter, you know, interview some phenomenal individuals who are fighting in, in God's army for the souls of our nation's children. And you're one of those. So hey, tell our, you. yes, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you well, for all the hard work that you're doing. Great, yes. You're welcome. Yeah. And, and continue to do. Now we have listeners that may not have any idea what Neary is. Can you fill our listeners in on what your organization does? I'm so glad you're letting me do that. Yeah. <laughs> we have been around for 30 Three years, Tiffany, the National wow. Home Education Research Institute. I can hardly believe it. And five years before that, just through a set of circumstances that were providential, mm -hmm. God had me God had me start the journal Home School Researcher. That was back when we used two words, home, space, school. Isn't that <laughs> and there's a whole there's a whole evolution to that? But hey, basically what Neri does is we do basic research, data gathering, statistics generating. We mm -hmm. gather any and all research on homeschooling and we disseminate it to parents, the public, the media, journalists, courts, legislators, policymakers. So we just, again, by God's hand, we become the leading think tank on home education research, I would say probably in the world. Well, absolutely. I have used much of your data and research and information that I have shared with parents that I have shared over on Free Your Children. And I will see quotes from Neri often in publications, you know, on people's Facebook page. Let's talk about, you know, some of those statistics. You have some that you have written down, right? Yes, that, I got that them. You, I got them right here. Yes, that you wanted to talk about. There's a yes. lot of misconceptions about homeschooling. Yes. Do you agree yeah, with yeah. that still to this day, all those years later? There's They're lots still, of this, yes. They don't, they do not disappear. It's just incredible. I, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and share some of those misconceptions with us yeah, that you hear yeah. often, that you're still hearing today. Right. Yeah. So let's start with the easiest one. Uh, 40, 40 years ago, I'll call it the modern homeschool movement, okay? Because uh -huh. every, everybody should know for thousands of years, homeschooling was the norm, right? Right. Period. Homeschooling yes. was a norm for thousands of years. Okay. So then we get this new thing, you know, maybe 35, 40 years ago, we now call homeschooling and people wonder, yeah, but how can parents who lowly parents who do not have a government approved teaching certificate, how yep. can their children learn anything? Right. You know? and, and what people were talking about was academic achievement. So, mm -hmm. you know, we can argue a long time about whether academic achievement tests are good or bad. Let's, let's not even go there right now, but right. <laughs> uh, let's just assume it is a way that learning is measured. Uh-huh. So what we found in many studies now, uh, I've got to do some of the biggest studies, first big nationwide study in 1990, two or three more, others have done it. 78% of peer-reviewed studies show that homeschooled children do statistically better than those in public schools in academic achievement. So it's that simple. Like 
we could get into why if we have time, but right. it's just over and over and over on average, they do better. And that right. means statistically speaking, even if your child, and I want to say this to parents because some parents might think, yeah, but my little Billy or my, my Susie's below average. Don't worry about it. Statistically right. speaking, if your child were in public schools, he would do worse. Right. Exactly. Okay? Right. Because there are a lot of a lot of advantages to home-based education that all that all educators know are a part of homeschooling. So that's it's not it's not surprising. Why should we right. be surprised? Homeschool children do well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and that one still cycles around. You hear it all the time. I hear still, it frequently. It's still <laughs> around. We just saw this this comedian. I don't know hardly anything about him. John Oliver. Yes. Spouting these still old myths and implying yes. that, hey, what about those, you know, other people do this. They won't say it clearly, but what about those poor, lower class people who decide to homeschool? You know, they yes. don't have college degrees. Right. And, and they, they maybe didn't even get a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. Their children can't possibly do well. False, false, false. Exactly. And I'm glad you brought that up because that was posted over on your Facebook page. And I shared that over on for your children. So people, there was a post made on um, Neri and I shared that. So people can Good. go and read Good. in detail the, your response, you know, to, to John Oliver and what he had to say with that. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. Have you ever gotten this question before? You clearly are an advocate for homeschooling. So why should people trust the research that your mm -hmm. organization does? Mm -hmm. The answer is I'm an advocate for the best education for children. Amen. Over and over and over, Tiffany, in court cases, I've served as an expert witness over 70 times. And I've testified to many state legislatures in the United States. And they'll say that. Well, are you an advocate? I say I'm an advocate for the best education for children. And then we go down the list. And so, right. and I'll get to that in a minute. So I'm trying to do high quality research. Mm -hmm. I, I've been doing research for four decades. I used to teach at the graduate university level research methods. So I know how to do research. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that's what I do. Exactly. And that's your. I teach, yes. I teach people how to do research. If we find something quote, negative about homeschoolers, I'll report it. Right. In fact, some of the evidence for this about what NARI, the Research Institute, and I do, and others who are my friends, uh, you can go back a year ago, Dr. Denise Shaquille and I published the first big study of its kind on our homeschooled children abused more or less or the mm -hmm. same mm -hmm. as public school students. Right. And people ask me over and over ahead of time, but Dr. Ray, what if we find homeschool students are abused more often? Right. I said, we want the truth, right? Right. So if it's true, we want to know that. And then we want to look at, well, maybe why? Well, anyway, the research came out. We won't get into that. Basically, after you control for all the demographic variables, like parent income, ethnicity, how many years in foster care and all that kind of things, there was no difference. Okay. Right. Yes. The homeschoolers were not real happy. The public schools were not real happy, but that's what we found. And we reported it. Right. Yeah. And that's what that's what your um, organization does. It's to share right. truth um, and, and factual information that can then yes. be fact checked. So that yes. that's that's wonderful that we have um, an organization that's devoted to doing this. Why is research homeschool research so important? Why do you think why do you think we need it? It's important because, first of all, some of us uh, may be talking right now, you and I, mm -hmm. and maybe some of your listeners believe the philosophy slash theology slash 
beliefs is the most important. And it is, okay? Mm -hmm. It is the most important. However, we live in a world where research does shine light on the truth. Yes. And we also live in a world where many people uh, worship or idolize facts and figures and statistics and research. Mm -hmm. And next point, third, I love doing research. Right. (laughs) It was in me. God, God put it in me way back when. So research is important because it shows the truth. And we want to know, does homeschooling work? Does right. it work in terms of learning? Does it work in terms of love for learning? Does it work in terms of social and emotional development? And way back, this is about 34 years ago, uh, Mike Ferris, the attorney who is one of the founders of the Homeschool Legal Defense Association said to the public, and I've got record, I, I know where he said this and he said, we need two things. We need homeschool families. Now, this is back when in a lot of places, people were still figuring out ways to escape to Canada. If right. they got a knock, knock on the door for homeschooling. So right. he, he said, we need homeschool families with their children to go visit their legislators mm-hmm. and let them see that they're real families, that their children are not too weird, that maybe they're pretty nice. <laughs> and, and he said, number two, we need sound empirical research. Mm-hmm to give to the public, to give to the journalists, to give to the policymakers. And Mike was absolutely right on that point. He had some great insight. It's for some, in some ways, when it's positive, it's like ammunition to help the homeschool movement. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also helps people who are wondering about homeschooling, maybe parents listening right now. Yeah, but does it work? Well, it gives them a lot of confidence and calmness that yes, it does work. Right. And so there are just very fundamental reasons for that. Then another one is this. Let's say somebody, and there have been a number of somebodies, especially <laughs> academics, who say, yes, but homeschooling is a danger to children because there are not enough mandatory reporters watching and parents could harm them. Yes. And they say those things, and it really grabs the emotions of people. And research gives us the facts and figures to calm the emotions and help us think logically, reasonably, and then say, how do we pl- apply living in a freedom-loving, constitution-based uh, nation? And the research helps to inform that policy. Right. What a fantastic thing that you're offering, not just homeschoolers, but the United States and, and, and abroad. I mean, your research can be used in so many different capacities and in so many different facets. And we need organizations like NERI, but we also need parents to support NERI. Yes. And I know right now, aren't you working on some research and you need, yes. uh, you yes. need participation? Tell, yes. tell our listeners about yeah. that. Yeah. And all the people tell me about PR and I'm horrible at PR. Tell me you got to <laughs> give them two. You have to give them two action points, Brian. Okay. Right. Two action points. I'll give you the two action points. I'll tell you about the study and I'll come back to the two action points. First action point, participate in the study. Right. Second action point, give money to NARI. We are not tax funded. We are a nonprofit and we we need that. Okay. Now, let me tell you about the study. So 1990, some of uh, some of your listeners were not even born yet, were they, Tiffany? <laughs> no, they 1990, weren't. <laughs> 1990. I got to do the first big nationwide study like this. And we did, uh, we collected data on uh, achievement test scores. Why do you homeschool? How many children do you have? How much money do you make? All those basic things, you know, mm-hmm. and it was cool. It was so cool. And we we revealed the study and, and Homeschool Legal Defense Association promoted it. And it just went out all over the place. It was a big deal. Right. Okay. 
then since then I got to do one nationwide study like that in Canada mm-hmm. and then two more in the United States. However, it's been over 14 years. Wow. And especially in the modern era, yes. now people think research has to be only six months old, right? Right. Because well, <laughs> we have the internet and everything's new and free. Well, it's not new everything and it's not free everything. Right. So here you go, folks. Brand new study, nationwide study, similar academic achievement. If you gave your child an academic academic achievement test during the past year, you may participate in the study. It'll be nobody can figure out your personal information, no personally identifying information, anonymous, confidential. The only thing we're going to know about you is if you want me to send you a report to be one of the first people to get the report. If you want to, you give us your right. email address. Address. That's it. Okay. And I'm going to, right when we're done here, I'm going to send to Tiffany the link to that study. Please participate. It's painless. And we want everybody to participate. Whether your children has high scores or low scores, we need you to participate. We want an honest study. High scores, low scores, rich people, poor people, uh, brown, light skin color, dark skin color, everybody and anybody, atheists, pagans, Mormons, Christians, Jews, okay? Right. Everybody, we want everybody in the study. <laughs> yes, and, and I will make sure that I pop that link up in numerous different places, and we will try to get some families to participate in that so we can have a more recent... Yes, <laughs> for the naysayers, naysayers, yes, yes um, homeschool data within um, this study because I think it's you know very important for us to be able to have that information at our fingertips. Yes, Tell and us, there's still uh, yes. There's one more thing about that, Tiffany. People say, yeah, but Brian, why do you need? Why do we need new research? Okay, look at well, you already told us forty years says hey on on average homeschool children do better. Okay, but the the diversity, the changes, all kinds of things change in society and people. Right want to know. And there are still academics who say, no, we need to control them because what about mm-hmm. those low income? What about those, right. uh, what about those low education parents, you know, all that stuff. And Hey, we don't have a, we still don't have enough research. We don't have enough diversity. We don't, you know, so there are always people who want to control other people. And there are always people who say they care about children, but right. maybe there, maybe there are ulterior interests involved, right? Like yes. maybe money and tax mm-hmm. dollars and all that stuff. So we need new research. Nowadays, we need new research every year. Absolutely. Well, we'll see what we can do to help you get the research that you need, get the participation that you need good, to create good. that research. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about this. Is homeschooling growing? Yes. I you know I said that a little bit slowly, didn't I? Yes. Okay. <laughs> let, let me qualify that a little bit, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, so homeschooling was the norm for thousands of years. Right. Uh, And then in the United States, uh, around 1900, it was not until then, by the way, that the majority of children were going into what we call, you know, public institutional schools. And even then it was only a few hours. Then homeschooling went extinct by almost extinct by the Mm seventies. And that started taking off in the eighties and nineties. Everybody knows that. Okay. So it was growing, 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 a steady pace, if you, if you go to our website, you're going to see that. And we've got a cool graph there that, that nobody faked. It's real. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I put it up. I put it up there. So around, around 2019, we had about 2.5 million homeschooled children. Okay. okay. Kept going up spring of 20. It was about 2.6 million. Okay. Then everybody knows we had these government lockdowns and things of schools. Right. So, during 2020, 
21, it popped up to 3.75 million. That was a humongous increase. Right. That's, yes. That's a statistical term, mm -hmm. humongous. And then uh, two years ago, uh, it went back down to 3.1. But when I say go back down, remember, that's more than two years before that. So right. the line is still going up. Picture the line is still going up. Now, just literally this week, Tiffany, I'm working on my new estimate for last year, 22-23. Let me just say, I think it's going to be, I've looked at a little bit of data. I think it's going to be maybe just a little bit higher than the year before. Okay. Uh, not not less. Mm -hmm. uh, it could possibly be the same. There are a lot of reasons for that. Um, and so anyway, it's been growing, 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 growing. I believe mm -hmm. it's still growing. It's particularly growing among certain uh, groups of people, sub-slices of our population. Uh, if we have time, we can get into why I think maybe it's not growing quite as fast. We've got all these uh, inroads of government-funded mm -hmm. schooling that, that we might not then call homeschooling. So there are a lot right. of com complicated things going on now. But it's been yes. growing a lot, and it's still, I mean, the trend is upward. Right. Yes, that's what I'm seeing in Tennessee, you know, where we live as well. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people that are, are really getting disenfranchised with what's going on in traditional government schooling, and they're looking for alternative forms of education. But as you said, a lot of these forms are not necessarily homeschooling, even though they may be calling them calling those uh, yes, initiatives homeschooling. Yeah, I agree. One thing I want to focus on before we run out of time is this. Yes. Let's talk about minorities that homeschool you know yes. I, I hear that a lot that you know it's predominantly christian white christians you know that homeschool but that's simply not true can you tell us uh, about the the homeschooling movement within the minority communities yes well i'm not going to be i don't want to be pugnacious with you but i, I want to start with something i think is kind of fun uh-huh hey in the united states of america christians are minorities right that's right you know so so even <laughs> even even back uh, 35 years ago, when uh, either stereotypers or what there was some truth to it, they said, hey, and by the way, some academics, if they want to make homeschooling look bad, they would say, right. well, homeschooling is all white, <laughs> fundamentalist Christian yeah. <laughs> uh, over there, folks. Right. OK, first of all, I want to set the set the record straight from the very get go back in the late 70s and 80s there was a big diversity amongst homeschoolers, okay? Right. There were, there were, it, it did emerge that by the late 80s, the strongest, you know, most visible and kind of politically active group were Christians, Bible-believing Christians, and yes, they were disproportionately light skin color. That's true. Right. At the same time, there were several people, there, were, there was a chunk, maybe 20%, that you might call left or progressive and they were focusing on secular thinking and pedagogical approaches. Mm -hmm. But even back then, Tiffany, I was receiving when I first started looking at homeschooling big manila envelopes with those metal clasps on them. Remember those? Yes. <laughs> and, and, and they had rainbow and free the kids stickers on the outsides of the envelopes. Right. So there was a diversity. Now, when a lot of people think of minorities, they're thinking about ethnic or or right. a skin, skin color. So, mm -hmm. so yes, it was it was very white Anglo. Now, there about ten years ago, I went and spoke in New York City, two different homeschool support groups, and white Anglo's 
were the minorities. Minority. Yes. Minorities. That was mm-hmm. actually over 10 years ago. Wow. In the Washington, D.C. area, uh, I have friends who know a lot of support groups there. Over 10 years ago, they were telling me about homeschool support groups with 20, 30, 40, 50 families, all African-Americans. That's so fantastic. The diversity in terms of ethnicity, skin color has been around. But, but, okay, I will say there has been a noticeable shift in the last five to 10 years. Uh, so nowadays, you know what? If you go down to the Southwest of the United States, people don't even really talk about it. It's like, whatever. Right. Are there, are there light colored, skin color people homeschooling? Are there Hispanic, brown color? Absolutely. They're, you know, it's all over the place. Right. In some cities in, in America, especially the South, it's, it's almost not a, it's almost kind of a non-issue anymore. But right. it looks like based on some experimental research the census bureau did that homeschooling did explode a lot during the mm-hmm. uh government lockdowns right. uh, two or three years ago with with black americans and we're still seeing that happen right and, and now you know you know this if you go online you search anything uh lgbtq homeschooling mm-hmm. muslim muslim homeschooling right afro afrocentric homeschooling right. christian homeschooling whatever. Yeah. And I will say this, even in our small rural um, area where we live and and even in our county, uh, we have a diverse population here. It's not just Christians that are homeschooling in our area. It's diverse. Yes. So it's it's absolutely, I mean, look, I live in Oregon. Right. We had, (laughs) we've had the, uh, we've had the Christian run homeschool organization ocean for forever. Right. And we've had the secular one, Ohen, forever. Right. And, and they're both active and they're both, you know, doing things. So, you know, it's, I'm not trying to belittle the concept, but you know what? Amongst homeschoolers, how much does that really matter? It doesn't. Right. You know? Exactly. I think, I think it's for people that don't homeschool and aren't familiar with the culture, I think that gives them a good glimpse that all homeschoolers do not look alike, that we are exactly. diverse. And you know, it's it's kind of fun because when they tend to be negative critics of homeschooling who want yeah. to paint, paint homeschoolers a certain way, but when they do, when they say, well, you know what, uh, a major dominant form is the right-wing Christians, you know, and, right. and the ones on the left who homeschool, they, it's like, you're crazy. They hate that. Like, no, 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 no. We, right. we are a diverse group. We're not all the same. Right. You know, some of us, you know, some of us, don't even believe there's a God. And and some of us have dark skin and, and we might be different combinations of that, you know, dark color, dark colored skin who love Jesus. And we have, uh, you know, whatever, you know, I'm, right. I'm just saying there's a huge diversity out there in homeschooling. Now, one thing that I do think is interesting, uh, let's go to the why, why do black people homeschool? Because I've been asked, I've done studies on black families. And I would say, and I tell everybody this, most of the reasons are the same exact reasons why anybody else homeschools. Right. You know, they, they want a safe environment. They want strong academics. They want more family time. They want to be able to teach you know, the values and beliefs they hold true. Uh, they don't want their children to be pressured into drugs and alcohol and, and sex at too early, you know, at the wrong right. time. You know, all the same reasons, except a notable portion of Black families say we also have experienced still some bigotry and racism in the schools, especially toward our black sons. Right. So that, that does pop up. Yeah. Well, that's good information to know. Uh, we're running out of time here, Dr. Neary. Uh, I mean, Dr. Ray, 
<laughs> I like that. I like Dr. that. Dr. Nair, Dr. there you go. I like that. I like <laughs> There's you a new tagline right there. Right. Tell our listeners again how they can reach you. Oh, good. Okay. So the best way is of the web, of course. Uh, our website is nheri.org. Nheri.org. And, or you know what? You could say, hey, are they really that well known? Go to the internet, go to your favorite search engine, clear your cookies, and search homeschool one word space research and see what pops up after the sponsored ads. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for being willing to take time out of your busy schedule to share all this great information with our listeners. I want to take the time to thank Safe Storage once again for sponsoring tonight's show. And I want to leave our listeners with this. Isaiah 58, 9, the Lord says, when you pray, I will answer you. When you call to me, I will respond. We love you here at WXRQ, but remember, Jesus loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.